Welcome to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Today, I want to talk about glute gains or gaining strength and muscle in the glutes. But before I do, if you listen to this podcast and you've not left a rating or a view and subscribed, please pause this episode right now and do so. I do this completely for free. It takes me hours every week. So please pay it forward and leave me a review. And for those of you who have left reviews and have rated, thank you so, so much. It means the world to me that you took the time out of your day to do that. So if you're listening and you haven't done that, please go ahead and do it right now. Okay. Second, there is a free Evlo class in the link in the show notes. And in that class, we're actually working glutes. So you can see how we apply some of the stuff that we're going to talk about in today's episode into an actual workout. So you can click the link in the show notes to grab that class. Okay, let's get into the first common mistake that I see with glute training, and that's overuse. This is so common, especially if you're taking group fitness classes and not coordinating your muscle groups. For hypertrophy or muscle gain, muscles need to be stimulated and overloaded during your workout. Then they need time and recovery to grow. So if you're not programming your muscle groups, you can't expect very good gains. And it could mean that you're putting in a lot of time and energy into a really tough workout routine that isn't actually physically changing your body very much because you're not giving your body enough recovery. Not only will you likely not see proportional gains for the amount of time and energy that you're putting in, but many of my past physical therapy patients who were working glutes just like constantly suffered from so much lower back pain because many glute exercises like lunges and squats will also be targeting the lower back. This is not a bad thing and it should happen because anytime you're hinging from your hip, like in a lunge or a squat, you're also hinging at the trunk and the paraspinal muscles or the low back muscles will have to isometrically contract to keep the spine rigid. But many of my past physical therapy patients would say, why does my back hurt? Shouldn't my back be strong since I'm working it so often? The answer is not how much you're working it, but the proportional relationship between work and rest. Because your body doesn't get stronger during your workout, it gets stronger and adapts after your workout. So if you're endlessly working your glutes day after day, you are just stressing your body over and over before it has a chance to heal and adapt and get stronger. So it's no wonder that your back hurts and that you aren't seeing very many changes in your glute gains. I like the example of pruning a plant. So when you want a plant to rebloom, you'll trim the leaves, you'll trim off all the dead stuff in order for it to bloom back again. If you give that plant enough time, it literally regenerates and will grow back into beautiful blooms. But if you're constantly trimming it every day and you're not giving it even a second to grow, you'll just trim it all the way down to the stem and kill the plant. So sorry for the aggressive analogy, but your body is the same way. You can't just stress it over and over without recovering and expect it to adapt in good ways. So instead of using the glutes every day, program your workouts, work your glutes like two ish times per week on non-consecutive days. This is why people switch from like a high intensity routine, a high intensity group fitness routine to Evlo and they see better results, even though they feel like they aren't working as hard. It's because yes, hard work is important and we want to make sure that we're stimulating muscles enough, but unless that hard work is intentional, it's not going to move the needle for you as much and you will likely not feel very great as well. Mistake number two is just doing booty band exercises. 
don't fall into the trap of listening to influencers who claim that these exercises will lift your booty and you just see them doing like a bunch of bridges and donkey lifts and things like that. The problem is, is that just using booty bands and just doing like donkey lifts and bridges is not loading the glutes in a very significant way because it is more focused on metabolic stress than mechanical load. So these exercises will burn, which is called metabolic stress. And a lot of people mistake that burn as something that's going to be effective for growth or muscle growth. And studies have shown that this isn't necessarily true. The most effective driver for muscle growth is mechanical load. So because these bands don't load the glutes in a very significant way, even though they may burn, it might not be moving the needle much for muscle growth. And I did an episode all about this. It's episode number 84, Fit Body Happy Joints, if you want to learn more about that. Now, this is not to say that bridges and donkey lifts are bad. In fact, we kind of like to add in some band donkey lifts after we do some step-ups or glider lunges or something where we're applying mechanical load to the glute as that additional metabolic stress, because that metabolic stress can be correlated with additional glute gains, but we don't just want it to be the primary way that we're working your glutes. So In short, you want to make sure that you're loading your glutes appropriately using something like a step up, like a glider lunge, like a Bulgarian split squat, and not just relying on those late phase loaded donkey lifts and bridges and things like that. Mistake number three, when it comes to glute training is not getting close enough to failure. I talk about this all the time. If you feel like you could take a little pause for a couple seconds and continue on with the exercise forever and ever you probably are not using enough resistance or you're probably not choosing an exercise that is applying enough mechanical load to the glutes. This is why I love the step up variation that I will link in the show notes. I also love Bulgarians. You really want to make sure that you're struggling in the last few reps and you maybe only have three or four reps left before you could not do another rep with good form. So you're slowing down, your heart rate starts to climb a little bit. You really start to struggle. Maybe you make a face, you know that you're getting close to that muscular failure. So choose an exercise that loads the glutes enough and then get close to that failure point in each set. Mistake number four, when it comes to glute training is not activating or quote unquote, feeling your glutes engage. So a common question I get is I don't really feel my glutes engaging. What should I do? Turns out feeling your glutes and connecting to them may increase your glute gains. So it is important to quote unquote, feel your muscle engaging. So let's talk about it. When you can connect to a muscle and contract it harder you can improve the chances of using more motor units within that muscle, meaning more of the muscle gets used, fatigued, and stimulated to grow. This is sometimes why your right arm or your dominant arm will grow faster than your left arm or your non-dominant side. It's because you have a lot of dexterity to your dominant side. Your brain has strong mapping or strong neural patterns to the side that you use more often. And this can translate to more muscle mass because you're able to focus and recruit it more during your lifts, engaging more motor units, thus stimulating the muscle more. The cool thing is, is that you can improve neural mapping to any muscle, not just your glutes, not just your dominant arm, and thus improve your gains. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but there's a great drill to try and you can try it with me right now, whatever position you're in. 
So whatever position you're in, touch one glute. If you're in public, maybe just do this really secretively. (laughs) Touch one glute, either right or left. Without moving your body, try contracting that muscle with just 20% effort. Hold for five seconds. Completely relax it. So let it completely go. Try again now, but contract with 50% effort. And again, a lot of this is arbitrary. Hold for five seconds. Now completely relax. And then last, we'll contract it with 100% effort. Contract as hard as you possibly can, almost like it's going to cramp. Hold for five seconds and then completely relax. Now do the same drill on the other side and notice, okay, is one side harder? Is one side easier? Are they both hard? This whole drill will take you like one minute for both sides. And if you practice this daily, maybe even two to three times per day, you will find that you can improve the firing to your muscles and thus improve the firing during your workouts. It may take some time and patience and practice. So if you can't do it right now, just keep practicing and focusing and it will get easier as your brain rewires those connections. Now, there's a reason that I didn't talk about this drill first in the episode. There's a reason I saved this for last because all the other things need to be in place before this even matters. If you're overusing your glutes, if you're choosing exercises where you're not loading your glutes enough, or if you're not using enough resistance, this quote unquote activation may help a little bit, but it isn't going to be the fix. We have to make sure that your workouts are programmed appropriately. And then we add in this drill to really refine and improve the workout. Because if you're overusing your glutes, you will not have good connection to them. They are likely inflamed. They're likely trying to heal and just keep up. So just doing this drill with overly inflamed glutes from overuse may not be the best use of your time. So instead of going straight to this drill and trying to use this drill as a bandaid, change your routine so you're not overusing your glutes, maybe give them a week and then come back to this drill and start practicing it. I will say that so many people who come from a routine of lots of leg work and lots of glute work, they come to Evlo and they feel like they can't quote unquote feel their glutes. And this is likely because the glutes are really inflamed from overuse. So when we get them into a routine that is balancing that work and rest and not overusing their glutes so much, they start to quote unquote, feel their glutes more as that inflammation starts to die down and they can connect to the glutes better and they can improve that wiring, which is what we want. So just to summarize, these are the top four mistakes that I see with glute training. Number one is overuse. Make sure that you're programming your workouts, not just working the same muscle groups day in and day out, just going to group fitness classes that are not intentional about their programming will likely leave you with some joint pain because of overuse, and it won't be great gains for your muscles. Mistake number two is just doing booty band exercises. We want to make sure that you're adding enough mechanical load. So either doing the step up, which I'll link in the show notes, doing really any of our glute workouts in Evlo, you're going to see better results than only relying on these booty band exercises. Number three is not getting close enough to failure. Again, you want to make sure that you have three to four reps left in reserve. So those last few reps of every set should really feel like a challenge. And then mistake number four is that you're not connecting. You're not improving that neural mapping to the muscle. And I gave you a drill of contracting that muscle with 100% effort, relaxing it and doing that a few times um, throughout your day to make sure that you're improving that neural mapping. 
One quick thing that I didn't mention in that drill is to make sure that you're fully relaxing your glutes in between reps. So if you want to do like five reps, contracting it with different intensities, like 20%, 50%, 100%, and then maybe repeat that two or three times, make sure you're relaxing it in between those reps. Because if you're just gripping and then holding on to gripping for the rest of the day, that can be kind of a way to overuse your glutes. So you should not feel like you're constantly gripping onto your glutes day in and day out. And I'm going to do a separate episode about this. I'm going to interview hopefully a pelvic floor PT about this because this is a very common thing that people are just over gripping their glutes. So that's not what I'm asking you to do. Make sure that you're also getting good at relaxing the muscle. A healthy muscle will be able to relax on demand and contract on demand. Okay. I hope this was helpful. If you are a listener and not left a review, I would be so grateful if you took a second to subscribe, rate, and review. Listen, I know that there are thousands of you listening and the majority of you have not left a review. So if you haven't left a review, please do it. Like I said, for those of you that have taken the time to leave a thoughtful review, I so, so appreciate you. I read them all and they really make my day. So thank you so much. And then don't forget to grab the free Evlo class in the show notes below. If you're not an Evlo member, there's a free class for you. You can keep it forever. All right, everyone. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you all next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.